and welcome back to black girl couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for the third episode in the first season of arcane the base violence necessary for change i gave this episode another 10 out of 10 it was bomb ass from beginning (laughs) to end i love where these characters are going the violence in this show the way it's shot oh man uh the the hype is so very real on the graphics here it, oh i i know i mentioned nerdgasming all the time <laughs> but wow it, it's a it, it's definitely you need a cigarette afterwards you know um because it, it definitely impresses so before we jump into the recap wherever you get your podcasts google itunes pandora rate the podcast leave a review my social media will be below so you can like share and subscribe as well to any of my platforms if you want to send feedback for any of the shows that i'm doing including arcane blackocouch at gmail.com so let's go ahead and jump into the episode silco monologues to an old friend about the concept of drowning how it's peaceful despite the raging thing inside one asking if he's had enough of living that is it changes you and for that he is grateful that is exactly how you set up a villain vi waits at benzo's but vander and benzo show up to put an end to that by locking her in a room He tells her he's proud of her and to never lose her good heart. But this is something that he has to do and take care of. When Grayson and Marcus arrive with a few other enforcers, he gives himself up. With Benzo taking his place, Grayson knows with Vander gone, things will devolve back into violence once again. But he is determined if the council wants a pound of flesh, he will be the flesh that they will get speaking of vi here screams when they leave as quickly enforcers are destroyed she watches as grayson is very brutally murdered followed by benzo in defense of his friend the way silco came out of that smog hello motherfucker Vander knows that his chickens have come home to roost but Marcus is appalled as this wasn't part of the plan he is left stunned as Deckard knocks Vander out before kidnapping him or was it no Deckard was the creature that was just one of his minions that was that big ass dude I love seeing his hulkiness against uh my girl Vi and then with one punch he put him on his ass he throws down the bride that he was supposed to accept in shame. How could this happen to me? I made my mistakes. Got nowhere to run. The night goes on as I'm fading away. I'm sick of it. That's going to fester some hatred already putrid. Grayson and Vander were kind of similar, right? They're trying to counsel their protégés to make the the right decisions having lived longer been through a lot more they know what is 
what it is and what it isn't and then you have the younger generation that thinks that they know better than and then they find themselves thrust into reality and all of those things that they're trying to teach them now actually uh makes sense but unfortunately it's off it's after you lose so much jason victor review his equations finding a breakthrough but his life work is still to be destroyed tomorrow i was like y'all was doing all this math for the last what two hours victor knows that math isn't enough to convince the council they need proof and he has keys to the crystals to make it happen when jace asked him why he is sacrificing his career as an assistant he's like yeah i would rather be the teacher i i want to do some things as well but this is also another generation of innovation that may lead to to more complications in the world you like how i did that it's like the technology always changes everything right for good and ill he believes the hexotech idea is exactly what scientists are supposed to do to discover the changes that that monopolize around the world to jace's delight he finally has a partner i know they're gonna turn my baby out aren't they master villains always start off wanting to do the most good and victor is a whole bowl of sweet and caramel popcorn and somebody about to throw salt in my snack eco lets vi out then breaks down in her arms as he witnessed everything including the death of his foster daddy no god no god please no 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 and this proves the emotional maturity of children the exact same age but different skin types look pharrell though he watched he watched his daddy be murdered in front of his eyes and although he knew where that person went he says i am a child i am not going to be able to successfully accomplish much despite how much i may feel in my soul to want revenge against these people versus carl who can't stay in the goddamn house i mean but seriously come on it's like okay when you go to a store at night and i'm about to run in here lock the doors don't come out because people might snatch you up if your kid comes out of the car you damn well sure i'm gonna slap you across the face i'm saying i was with vi at the end of this episode (laughs) when she wanted to choke her sister out she understood but like at that moment uh because i was thinking eco completely did not show up the rest of the episode because he understood what was at stake i feel it's natural not to even question it the adult says stay put stay the fuck down soko has decker drag vander to his underground factory crude but what is needed to cause piltover to stay the fuck out of the underground business quoting the episode title about necessary violence he ain't wrong every revolution requires necessary violence it's ideal that that would not be the case but it's not 
Oh, it's not really underground, is it? Because I realized Marcus saw the explosion from where it was. Vander thinks that he is going to get people killed, turning them into monsters with this drug shimmer, and all for what? Vander calls bullshit as he had the respect of him and the lanes, but Soko has bigger dreams of freedom. He intends to unite under the nation of Zon, and he is feeling very Marco and Naros right now. <laughs> it was Vander who betrayed him and tried to kill him by drowning him in the river. Soko admits to hating him for what the river did to his face because apparently toxins are so strong in there that they eat through your nerves. Yeah, that's 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 some cancer right there. I'm wondering if these toxins are in like all of the water down there and some may be more susceptible to that nerve damage in their brain. Because we gotta talk about the elephant in the room when we get to it. He knew to achieve his goals, he needed to stop at nothing and come after the people of Piltover with what they fear the most. He still retained his respect, however, even after the betrayal. Until Vander started playing lapdog, he said, I had no choice. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. But he intends to take over and is disheartened to hear Vander will die for a cause, but not fight for one when he asks him to spare the lanes. So I think his black side chick is supposed to be Savika. That's her name. But she's there and she watches as they drag Vander away. Victor and Jace are busted, breaking in by Madeira. I laughed my ass off when Victor said, this is not my bedroom. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why did you even think to give an excuse? But she knows that progress means risk and after a plea from Jace allows one night for them to impress her. She also knows that what they're doing is possible but that the council fears it. Valle is back to the oblivious siblings and admits that Benzo is dead, Vander is taken, enforcers are down, it's all not looking great and there's this monster on the loose. They prepare for a rescue mission with Vi opting to leave Powder behind as she really isn't ready and isn't willing to lose her. I thought that was two very valid statements at the same time. Jace and Victor prepare to stabilize the crystals. Are you sure about this, Jace asked Victor? Nope. Then he's like, just trust in my science. It draws the attention of some people below. Powder is doing too much with that tantrum. So let's talk about Powder's mental facilities. They're very unstable. Very much so. I think maybe it's the trauma at a young age. Growing up around the environment they seem to be growing up. Even though it does feel as if she was surrounded by love. I know that your environment doesn't necess necessitate the fact that you will grow up to be some hardened criminal or whatever even if you grew up in that you know in that setting but she seemed to have reacted in a way to being left behind irrationally and i mean over the top irrational 
realizing that the crystals are bombs she prepares to help once again i have nieces nephews i've been around a lot of fucking children man a lot of them when it comes to certain conversations except that they are children she is eight years old sit your ass on that damn bump bed jason victor's experiment produces incredible results to heimdinger's uh (laughs) dissatisfaction later vi and the kids walk into a trap they should have known it was because she admitted it was super easy (laughs) soko has spread about town that vander abandoned the town and his children or with his children you can't kill a legend without people rebelling against their killer so this is a pretty good uh cover story i don't know what he's gonna do about that hulking body in the street but i suppose he can just dump it in the river what he didn't know was the capability of one vi with those brass irons Selko gave shimmer to decker not allowing savika to jump into that fight decker is definitely addicted to this shimmer stuff because it'd be fucking him up but he looked really happy when he gave him some more uh the scene where uh <laughs> where you see him turning into the monster and then you see vi go after him and she does that jump in midair and then they did that freeze frame and then he just grabbed her as if she was nothing <laughs> like someone tossed a ball to his ass ready and waiting that was a boss ass shot i loved it she manages to crawl away and close the door to where they had vander hold up he tells clogger to believe in himself and the boy is able to unlock his manacles and just as well i can't remember which one's clogger which one's the uh shit i can't remember the other one's name already <laughs> no it's clagger and something else just as he is getting them an escape powder looks for the crystals jason victor under pressure from some enforcers trying to break in finally crack the code destabilizing the hexatech which heimendinger is still against but mel steps into the room with other ideas i come to make an announcement just as vander is free and they are ready to escape <sighs> powder's bomb goes off i did it my way that explosion was crazy though the black chick savika got it saving Soko. I thought she was dead, but I saw her in in the arms of the big man at the end of the episode, so I'm guessing she's not. Milo and Clagger, that's their names, are killed, impaled, and knocked out by debris, and Powder, caught up in the beauty of so much destruction, is flying backwards. Silko also gonna want that shit. Like, what was that, and how do I get my hands on it? the wonder impelled over followed immediately by the violence in which the undercity intends to use maj was a nice touch soko orders them murdered by the still alive deckard 
So you set off that bomb and didn't even take care of the problem. That's even worse. <laughs> to protect his only remaining child still alive, Vander, inspirational music and all, goes up against Deckard, gets his ass kicked, but is still not willing to go down without a fight. Vice's her brothers are dead and those immediate I thought she didn't know that her sister did it because she saw the shrapnel, but whatever. The flashback of when he tried to kill Silko, married with Silko stabbing him literally figuratively <laughs> in the back as he's choking him, staring into his eyes. Brothers until the end, as he tells him he knew he still had a fight in him, or still had it in him, was some serious poetic savagery because you can understand they both understand each other it's like but we don't agree on the same way it's just that's what it is then i'm just sagging against each other before he pushes him down into what uh is luckily a batch of shimmer the factory getting blown up is not good though because your scientist is dead too him being thrown into a batch of shimmer is fortunate as Silco sends Decker to kill Vi. It doesn't go well for Decker. <laughs> he made very quick work of him. Instead of killing Silco, when he has the opportunity, he rescues Vi by jumping out of a building. He ends up dying into uh, in her arms and he tells her to take care of Powder. Except, you know, <laughs> that's not going to go to plan either powder shows up with her damn stuffed animal happy her bomb finally worked not considering at all to look around her and how and see how much it did not like come on you ain't that stupid <laughs> like yeah it worked but it didn't work like do you not see all this that like, you didn't think for five seconds that ever that pe like the people you're trying to save could die in this you didn't give them no fucking heads up Vi is understandably shook up. She lost too much too quickly. Her, her whole entire family just died before her eyes. <laughs> and then she learned that it was her sister who did it. Who doesn't even understand what she did. Not really. It's an understandable reason to lash the hell out. Because you should have stayed put. Because she's like, why? Why? Why couldn't you just stay at home? Why? I was just trying to help. You're a fucking jinx, like Milo t said. We all knew it. I was just trying to make you feel better, but I need a minute. I need a minute. There's also something off about the way she was screaming and her nose started bleeding for no reason for Vi not to leave her. I feel as if there are a few screws loose up there and it's probably understandable. However, it's a red fucking flag as well. She's a maniac, maniac on the floor. Silco approaches her with harm in mind, asks, where your sister at? And within half a second, propels herself, latches on like a fucking sucker fish or something, screaming, Vi left me, she's not my sister anymore. Bitch, it's been two minutes. You don't think maybe she needs a minute? What? Like, why didn't you just try going back home? <laughs> that's probably where she walked off to <laughs> i guess the idea that she just needed some time by herself just didn't cross she immediately went to 
the most extreme because she's fucking extreme because she got some she got some problems so silco understanding all about that familial betrayal replies we'll show them so what a legacy his brother dies and he gets his uh adopted daughter so that he can turn her into the brother that he always wanted and the daughter that he now has <laughs> and then you got vander proving to vi all along i told your ass violence ain't it vi seeing her sister goes to hell because she only walked off a small distance she kept her in in vision but is chloroformed by marcus who acts as if he's doing her some type of favor don't say nothing they're gonna they're gonna kill you if they find you you ain't helping me and that is how we ended the episode with uh, the new crime syndicate and this goes into chapters right so wow this was quite a, a introduction to these characters and i guess uh the next three episodes or is it four i think it's nine i can't remember but they will be picking up my guess after these events i can't wait i, I really seriously cannot wait <laughs> Uh, if you want to send feedback once again on our next episode blackercouch.gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic